I know, I know the title. <laughs> How to lose fat, gain muscle, look good, naked, and build an awesome life. I mean, that's literally what I'm gonna title this video. And this is all about environment. I said a while ago that I was done making videos for the algorithm. I still follow a animal-based way of eating. You could say, I still believe that a pure carnivore diet is probably the healthiest diet for the human animal. I just don't really wanna talk about it that much anymore because there's not a whole lot to say. I feel like when I'm putting out videos for that, I'm a dancing monkey dancing for the algorithm. I'm, not, I'm just not gonna do that. But I'm always gonna give you something that you can use to better stick to your carnivore diet if that's what you're doing or your animal diet or paleo or keto or whatever it is. And if you want to lose fat, gain muscle, look good, naked, and build an awesome life, what you need to accomplish those things are all based on foundational principles. That's actually why I'm moving into a new direction with my content around mindset and the Better Mind program, which you can learn more at betterhuman.school. It is the best price it's ever gonna be. Price is gonna be going up. So if you wanna get in there and get access forever, you should do that. So as a human, you become your environment. Now, let's just go back to Darwin for a second. A lot of people would say, oh, Darwin said that the strongest survives, you know? So you think like the strongest animal, the buffest. No, somebody actually else said survival of the fittest. Darwin, through his theory of natural selection, suggested that the organism that best adapts to its environment is the one that's most likely to survive and procreate. Animals, humans, we're trying to respond to our environment so that we can survive and procreate. And then obviously in the case of humans, raise offspring, children, to then do the same thing and then go on and on and on. And our genes wanna stay alive so they keep propelling themselves forward using us as basically vessels. Our modern environment is ill-matched to our biology because as most of you probably have know this already, for about 99% of human existence and even beyond that in primate existence and on and on, there was just wild, just nature. There wasn't cars, trains, automobiles, technology, phones, cameras, Wi-Fi signals, dirty water, processed food, etc. There was just the wild. And humans dominated. The way we figured that out was actually group cohesion. We grew big brains, which a lot of the theory is just to understand the relationships and to be able to better work together. Because in groups, humans were unstoppable. A single human could actually be an easy meal for any big game cat. But a group of humans... No chance, especially humans with sticks and stones and spears or fire. So humans thrive in that environment. And now we have this modern environment, okay, where we have things on demand. I don't know if you've ever been camping, but go walk out in the forest and tell me how much food you find. <laughs> I mean, think about that. It's actually pretty, a pretty interesting concept to just consider, a thought experiment. There's food everywhere. I mean, even in this room, an office, I see food in bags. I got my coffee right here. I think I got... Some bags of tuna over there because I wanted some protein one day. And, but in the wild, you go camping. I mean, you might come across some berries and they might actually kill you. They might be poisonous. And how often do you see animals? Like other than squirrels that you're never catching. Your environment shapes you. If you don't have a plan for your environment, I mean, it will be just happenstance. It will be just blind luck what you become. What happens to your health, your biology, your future. And I can tell you right now, I can show you your future. I can go look in your pantry and in your fridge and I can show you the health and body that you're gonna have in the future. I can show you what you're going to be, I would say financially, I would say health-wise, and I would say mindset-wise, by looking at the people in your life, whether that's coworkers, friends, family, whatever. And then I can look at how you spend time on a device, what videos you watch, what content you consume, articles, books you read, and I can get a pretty good idea of who you are now and who you're gonna keep being. To keep this video short and not just ramble on and on and on, I, I would say that, the core thesis here is anything that you want to become, 
in your future. And anything that you're struggling with right now that you want to get through, you have to look to your environment first. And most people don't do this. Most people go actually to some new book, habit, thing, whatever. They try to add something to their life and they think that's going to fix it instead of actually trying to improve by removing things, which is way more impactful for the human animal. Because again, remember, we are just responding to our environment. We are byproducts of our environment and our environment includes people. It includes technology and, and AC and all these different things around us and includes the information we let into our eyes and ears. If you don't have a mitigation strategy for those, if you're not consciously curating those on purpose to get the effect and to become the person you want to become, who knows what's, what could happen? Like literally no idea. Someone else is gonna end up dictating your future. And if you want an idea of who you're gonna be in the future, if you don't change anything, now keep in mind, this is not destiny. I'm saying if you don't change anything in your environment, it's very likely that you're gonna stay exactly where you are right now. Because it's likely the things around you you do through habit and your environment around you is something you've just adapted to and you've built habits within. So unless you take a step out, analyze that environment and the habits within it, nothing's going to change. Like this is such a fundamental, important concept. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I struggle with this because I feel like I'm not the only one thinking about these things. I'm not the only one talking about them, but this type of stuff is just not mainstream. And maybe that's why most of America is sick and getting sicker every year. I mean, it's, it's Anyways, if you want to control who you become, if you want to have some say in your future, you have to look to your environment and you have to become ruthless. I'll give you a couple examples, okay? Become ruthless with your environment. I don't spend time with negative people. If somebody's complaining, bitching, or moaning, I usually actually have something to say, sometimes not so friendly, or I call them out on it, or I just immediately change the subject, depending on kind of their constitution, how sensitive they are. You know those people, like some people you can give it to it straight and just be like, dude, stop bitching. And some people you have to kind of like, subtly change like change the subject <laughs> i'm on twitter as of recently i used to think twitter is the worst thing ever i think it is very bad for america especially with the censorship but twitter is also an amazing tool i knew going into it that if i didn't have a strategy for it that it would end up using me and that's not okay so i block anything politics i follow some people for bitcoin information for example and if they retweet things that are political or go too much into that realm i'll just unfollow them there are certain keywords you can even block I think there's apps that can, even, that can hide the sidebar, that like the trending stuff. I never go into trending. I never go into that kind of crap. I pretty much only follow people that I already knew about. And then I follow people that those people retweet and or recommend or tag, right? And that's, that's mostly it. I'm not following a ton of people. And my thread is pretty carefully curated. I'm actually trying to figure out how to expand it a little bit by kind of going into different topics because there's a lot of financial stuff, a lot of Bitcoin stuff, a little bit of health stuff. But that's completely okay. Like my YouTube feed... I no longer go into the kind of recommended channels. It's just because it's just so bad. And I unfollow so many people because I mean, most of it's now music and like music I work to, right? So that's just one example. And yeah, some of these apps might be ruined for you. Like Instagram, I don't really go in the feed. I don't really go into people's stories or anything. I mostly just use it to post and interact with people that, that comment on my uh, account. And that's okay because I think Instagram generally is not that healthy of a pastime. So that's an example of controlling my digital environment, which is just massive. Now, if you are somebody that, you know, knowledge worker, remote worker, whatever, if you have notifications that pop up, if your phone's on when you're working, you're doing a disservice to yourself. You're doing a disservice to whoever hired you or whoever you're working for, or if it's your own business, you're doing a disservice to your own business. You need to have a deep focused work routine. Read Deep Work by Cal Newport. That's all I'll say on that. But it's just another example of controlling your environment. If you let technology dictate your environment and throw things at you when it wants and you don't have a strategy for that, you're being used, like you're the product. And then obviously, like I said, food. 
if you want to control what you eat, you can't keep it in the house, right? Or, or you got to hide it or ask your spouse or friends or family members to hide it from you or whatever. This chair, what is this chair? See what I mean by controlling your environment? To finish, finish this video. Well, I guess I'm going to stand, okay? So let's, let's recap real quick. If you don't control your, your environment, it will control you. If you want an idea of your future self, look at your environment. Look at the people around you. Look at the information you consume. Look at like the food in your environment, the people you eat with, etc. If you want an idea of who you're going to become, look at the people you spend the most time with and talk to the most. Like you're going to be the average of them. The video is how to lose fat, gain muscle, look good, naked, and build an awesome life. Because if you control your environment and you set up in a way that you will become somebody that loses fat, gains muscle, looks good, naked, and builds an awesome life. Then once that's in place in your environment, you will lose fat, gain muscle, look good, naked, and build an awesome life. And I'm not joking. This is not magic. Like this is literally one plus one equals two. This is how it works. Subscribe, please. Like, do those things. I'm going to be doing more videos like this, especially now the studio setup. I might allude to health and nutrition stuff here and there because it's still obviously a passion of mine. It matters to me. But you're probably not going to be seeing me do a lot of videos or podcasts on the carnivore diet or five tips for this or whatever. There's plenty of other people doing that. And honestly, a carnivore diet is as simple as get it home in the kitchen, source really good animal foods, and then eat those as the bulk of your diet. And if you want to mix it up, throw in some berries. I mean, honestly, if you want to mix it up, eat anything you want as long as you make it at home. And that's what I've been doing. I've been actually eating quite a few more carbs lately. I'm actually looking into sourdough bread and making our own einkorn sourdough and like all these different things. And it's really fun. And I love it. And I freaking love bread. I love bread. I said today as I was eating a bite of sourdough with butter and salt on it that I told Allison, I think my life's going to change. I think I'm going to become very obsessed with bread. Maybe I'll do a video on that in the future, whatever. But I hope to see you in the next video. And get the Better Human newsletter over at Colin.coach and the podcast and everything. I appreciate you watching this and just being an awesome human. Hey fellow human, Colin here. If you've been following me for any time now, you know that I've gone through a little bit of a transformation. I've been spending most of my time early on focused on helping people get better in their health, uh, make better food decisions, lifestyle decisions, get outside, take walks, all that stuff. And that's led me to where I am today, where I've committed the second part of my life to help build better humans. Now, the first iteration of how I'm going to do that is a better human school, which I've been thinking about and really collectively putting the ideas together for, for the last 15 years of my life, basically my entire adult life, the things that I've learned, the big ideas that have served me time and time again, the things I've learned from loss, uh, from struggle, from being sued, from just every possible thing that you can imagine happening and coming out a better, more resilient person. And I want to pass that along to other people to save them time, money, and a lot of suffering. That's going to make the world a better place. And each person that can get to that place and make better decisions and become the best version of themselves, the more they're going to lead by example. And we're going to have a ripple effect to other people and eventually, hopefully, to the masses. Because right now it's estimated that about 10% of Americans are considered metabolically healthy. 10%. And the reason I stopped spending so much time trying to get people to eat healthy and walk and get outside and do things that they know they need to do is because, again, most people know they need to do it, but they aren't doing it. Why is that? What are the limiting beliefs, the thought patterns, and the environmental factors that are keeping them from mastering their thoughts and thus mastering their life, their health, etc.? So if I can help people figure out how to master their life, how to take control of their thoughts, how to unlearn the really bad thought patterns that have been implanted in their minds through society and, and friends and family and their upbringing, 
then I can actually help people live better lives, become happier. And then they'll get the health part because they'll see the connection between better health, better living, and they will take it upon themselves to do it. They will get it done. And that's the power of controlling your thoughts, your emotions, and taking control of the moment and how you think and not just letting it run rampant or just responding to everything around you and just being a pinball in the game of life. So if you wanna learn more about this, we have a pre-launch special. The first 200 of these students are gonna get lifetime access to everything. I have big plans. You can watch the video there to learn about that and all the different things that we're gonna do. But the core curriculum, you're gonna get lifetime access to as well as the Zoom calls every week, uh, the Q&A, the, the membership back end, and all the bonus stuff that I'm gonna be adding on a regular ongoing basis as I bring experts in and we cover different topics from finances to, to living to health, just everything that is going to be in addition to the core curriculum. The core curriculum though is the foundations, the biggest first principles that you need on a daily basis. That's what you wanna build your life from. Then you have the how to think section, the how to think 101, which are gonna be the biggest ideas of humanity that we've uncovered from philosophy and psychology. Then you're gonna have the how to live section, which are big ideas, again, from philosophy and the best books ever written and how to be successful as a modern human, a little bit of the current with the old combined together to make you a better human by giving you the ability and the tools to change the way you think to get the outcomes you want. Anything that you want in your life is gonna come through your brain, your thoughts. If you take control of that, you can get there. If you don't take control of that, well, it's just pure randomness as to whether you're gonna build the life that you truly appreciate and that you truly want. If you don't know where you're going, you might end up somewhere else, as Yogi Berra said. I wanna help you figure out where you wanna go and then give you the tools that'll get you there. So if you wanna learn more or get started today, which I highly recommend you do, head over to betterhuman.school. That's betterhuman.school. And you can learn more. And if you have any questions or comments, you can always reply to this email or drop a comment or DM. You can find me, it's the internet. That's the world we live in now. And I'll be happy to chat with you. Maybe even hop on a call if you're so inclined. And wherever you're at in life, wherever you're paying attention, I appreciate you following along. I hope you'll take some action with something that you learned through this program or through the 99% of the free content that I put out on a regular basis that I will continue to put out. And as always, I'll see you in the next one. Please always remember that the members of the podcast are not, in fact, medical professionals. They're not doctors. They're not nutritionists. They are simply providing this entertainment for you to do your own research and to entertain yourselves. So please consult a physician before changing your diet. Not everything works for everybody. And make sure you always do your own research on everything you hear on this show and outside.